Hello and welcome to Dean Disaster. I'm Inger, here with the weather report. Today is... Ugh, rain again. Last we left off, we continued your journey from Edistead. Um, some interesting revelations on various backstories were revealed to the group as a whole. Um, there was discussions and anger from Yarrow at discovering that potentially they'd been set up. And you then continued, discovering a pixie on your way to Dimgard. Katol decided that this was too good of an opportunity to let go and try to capture it. Eventually everyone convinced Kettle to let the pixie go rather than keep it in perpetuity in a little glass vial. I was always going to let it go eventually. No, you weren't. (laughs) Pixies are our pals, not prey. (laughs) And now we continue. You've got about a day left before you get to Dimgard. You have just, um, just let this pixie go. You've got like a day and a half or so. So um, I had the, the realisation that with kind of everything happening, um, no, Yarrow never actually mentioned what we were doing to everyone else. So this, this <laughs> oh, might... Oh, just me and Kessler. Yeah, so this might be a retroactive conversation that in canon happened maybe like a day ago before <laughs> we got attacked by the horrible beasts. That but, was a few days ago. Now. Okay, so yes, yeah, this probably happened like ages ago. I don't know. Mm. So um, flashback... Yara's eyes crossing gets a flashback. And we go into this <laughs> it's, like, it's like Raven, you know? Yeah, like, wow. like, like, okay, <laughs> so, um, so Yara, what are we actually going... What do, what do we need to go to this forest for in the first place? So there's a group of assassins that I think live in the forest at Dimgard. And don't look at me that way. It's... Okay. I don't want anybody getting killed, but um, they know things about the artifacts that I'm looking for. Assassins? Yeah. You promised me nobody's going to get killed. Why do you know assassins? How do you know? You I haven't killed people. I don't know assassins. Here? I just know they're there. Azalea, to well, be fair. I don't know that <laughs> they are religious assassins. So they can't be that bad, right? That's not how that works, Kettle. What's the difference? Well, you know, they're doing it for a greater purpose. Whatever it is religious yeah, people kind of say. Wait, I'm religious now. What the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Please <laughs> they kill me. That just means they're going to kill people with less reasoning. They'll be like, oh, my almighty God wants this. Let's kill someone. Yeah. That's not good. It's terrible. Do we actually have like a plan to not be murdered by the assassins that we're just walking towards? Or is Wait the plan it... just to go, hello, assassins? Wait a second. Yeah, pretty much. Actually. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Did we just agree on something? I know, it's weird. Just move past it quickly, otherwise it might become a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Have we just become best friends? <laughs> We're always best friends with Alia. <gasps> Yay! I think. She gives him a cuddle. G- gives Indra a cuddle. Brilliant. She's completely distracted by the assassin talks, like, oh, I have a friend. I have a best friend. And we're out in, out in the woods because we have so much space for activities. That's very true. Anyway, back to the kitchen. Oh, which word is that so weirdly, Azalea? What kind of activities? But <laughs> in, oh, Sorry, and you would look here and be like, oh, they're getting jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, no I, I, I feel really uncomfortable about this. I don't like this, and, and I'm not sure... Why well, you know assassins? I don't, again, I don't know them. Why uh, do you know they're there? Because I learnt that, right? You, having been in your kind of lifestyle, know of the assassins. 
Okay. Um, the rumours behind them, because if you want to hire them, you need to at least know roughly where they are kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there are the two rumours. There's the mountains between Edistan and Quark. Not Edistan and Quark. Quark and Strenass. And then there's Dimgard, where you know there's kind of rumoured to be their presence, essentially. Mm-hmm. So is going to sort of like wander over to, to Yarrow, grab Yarrow's hands, and she's going to look up and do full-on like puppy dog bunny eyes just be like you promised me you don't know them and you haven't killed anyone firstly and again are... don't know them secondly you have killed people <laughs> <laughs> we kind of all killed people like literally like a few days ago you've yeah. never killed innocent people i've never killed innocent people you promise and like she's got the little lip quivering and everything you know full well that doesn't work on me Xavier. <laughs> he's like looking away like does... <laughs> doesn't work. Uh, no, I, I promise I haven't. Okay. And it's just instant change and like her ears go back up because they were straight back down and she's just back over to Indra just like, so, my new best friend. Okay. Oh, this is so touchy. Um, <laughs> so, circling back slightly, Yarrow doesn't know the assassins. Good. What are we going to do once we do know the assassins? Didn't get that far, not gonna lie. I was kind of thinking we could just like go in and be like, you know, you seen the the sword or whatever it is we're looking for? What's the harm in asking? Yeah, right? I don't know, I've met an assassin before. Maybe we join the cult, you know. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Oh, wait, I'm part of a cult. I can't have my hands in that many pies. She can't, so come on. Kettle's also part of a cult. I'm the only one who's not part of a cult at the moment. Excuse me, I'm not part of a cult. You're part of a good cult. I am not. Kinda. It's like a group. Group cult. It's interchangeable. I am not. I'm trying to join a team of superheroes. It's slightly different. <laughs> Fighting for it, the greater good. <laughs> in just like mouthing over Zadie's head like cult. <laughs> so, um, the the the, the worst that could happen is they they, oh. they could potentially assassinate us. Well, That's a pretty bad thing to be the worst thing that could happen. Exactly. They're assassins. They well, assassinate. I don't know much about assassins, but, like, isn't it a career, you know? Like, yeah, don't they, they have to be paid to do it? They're not, like, animals, you know? Like, they're not just going to kill us. Where's the value in in selling the yeah. skill if you just go around killing anyone, you know? You're like, we're not going to get any money for it. That's a pretty good point, actually, Ketan. Mind if they kill me. <laughs> what? What? What if they kill me? What? <laughs> 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 I even considered. Wait. No, 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 no. Wait, no, why, no, no. why would they want to kill you? Because you're like part of an evil organization? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. But they wouldn't do that. But, but remember, even though. Even though Yarrow's part of an evil organisation, Yarrow's not evil because just because you're part of the evil organisation doesn't mean you're evil because Yarrow's not evil. Yes, Yarrow's yes, it's, not all, it's all grey area, is it? It's a, a grey area, but I am starting to have my doubts now. <laughs> Should we go as disguises? Should we make, um, what is it, what are they called? What is it called? Disguise? Uh, no, like when you have a different... Oh, like secret alter identity. Ego. Secret identity. Alter ego. Yes. Yeah, let's make yeah, those. Although, I mean, cool. that's pretty effective for maybe Yarrow and maybe me, since we're part of things, but they don't actually know who you and Azalea are, so it's probably not much point. But I, they might recognise me and Kettle and then realise it's you two. Like, for example, if someone goes, um, what, there's a, a group of four that, that we want to, you know, take out, and one of them's a kobold and one of them's a bunny, and these are the personalities, they might go, oh, well, there's, those are the two of them, and then, mm. then be like, oh, well, we'll just kill these two as well, and it'll be really bad. Okay, possibly. 
homework for the rest of the journey before we get there. Everybody think of an alter ego. And Are we need... famous? No, not really. Okay. Well, we saved one, one city. Day. I mean, I, I'm kind of famous, but that's just because of this. Now they tap the symbol. Okay, everybody homework. Make an alter ego when we get there. Maybe think of a way to actually talk to them so they're not just like, who the fuck are you? Go away or I'll kill you. You know? Okay, yeah. That's a okay, good. That's a good, great idea. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Oh, cool. Then really fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Then, I guess. <laughs> You're really cool already, Yarrow. Oh, that could be cooler. You <laughs> <laughs> get to get that point at the raven eyes like sees back out of it. Oh my fucking god, <laughs> Yarrow! Why are your eyes crossed for so long? <laughs> you just been stood there. He's just like that was like his tipping point. And he just turns into a regular rat. <laughs> <laughs> Gets down on all fours and just, <laughs> <laughs> just like wants to make. Right, rolling into it. Getting too into like alter ego. That was that. That did it. Poor say, Yarrow. Uh, Kettle, you don't need you don't need an alter ego because you can just turn yourself into something like a moose. Well, what if I want an alter ego? <laughs> yeah, didn't consider that, did you? But it. it it might be easier to turn into a moose. Well, I can only do that for like two hours. So if we were in the place for longer than two hours, oh. I'll just pop back into a kobold. <laughs> that <laughs> might be a bit difficult to explain. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh. And probably get us killed. Oh, that yeah, would be that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be funny. Okay, alter ego it is. <laughs> can you maybe help me come up with a way I can disguise that I'm a bunny? Oh, gosh. No, good luck. <laughs> Don't really know about that. You know, we're all pretty recognisable, is what I'm suddenly realising. <laughs> Don't know about so you. So let's just like we're like the main character. Out. <laughs> <laughs> like a flathead. He like puts his ears inside out <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> Pops them out and is just like... <laughs> Stands really proudly. Like, roll, rolls his tail in. <laughs> puts cheese on. Like, brings up like a moustache. <laughs> It's like George Martin, you like puts like whips his cape around and wh- takes back and there's like a moustache there. It's yeah. a different person. <laughs> it's like fully like dressed in a suit and tie. <laughs> He's got like a top hat on. <laughs> it's like twiddling his moustache like a cane. Like, you know how you're like really excited to get to this time. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. Alright. I was telling you like a minute more before I was like, right, let's go. <laughs> And we have this conversation on the move. Cool. So you've started to kind of set up the camp for the evening, etc. Is there anything anyone wanted to do before you bed down fully? I'm going to go beat up a tree. Cool. I would like to go find some resources. Okay. I'm going to do a little nature check if I don't mind. What are you looking for specifically? Um, some more just healy herbs or, or things. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I just wanted to see if I can find just any natural healy things. Just yeah. for good measure. Cool. You know? Yeah, nature check one, please. That's a 13. 13. 13. Um, you come across a few plants you don't recognise necessarily that haven't been obvious to you on your travels that you can pick up. You don't know necessarily if they have any you know, remedial properties. Mm. But you get um, it's like kind of four uses of potential something. Four uses of mystery herb. There you go. Very exciting. Thank you very much. Now I actually know that we're going to see assassins. Can I do like a history check to see how much you know about them? Yeah, of course. Or would it another one? 
or his, history or, history or would religion make sense because they're like religious assassins I have the same bonus on both I don't know what I'm asking history I, I got, a na- I got a natu- <laughs> that was a natural one so yeah, yeah. never heard of them you're not even sure if you know what the word assassin means. <laughs> okay, what Indra's doing in the evening is they're writing out the word assassin, trying to figure out how to spell it. Assassin. Ass, ass. No, that can't be right. It's too serious. They can't be called ass, ass in. Like, scribbing it out. Cool. Uh, is anyone taking watches? I'll this? take a watch. I'll do the first watch. Mm-hmm. May I'll... I roll for my practice? Like yeah, absolutely. This is. So I'm going to say this is a wisdom. More than anything. Actually, I'll do a perception. We'll do Azalea's training montage first, and then we'll get to. <laughs> oh, that was a nineteen plus something. Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, so you feel a calm that you haven't felt in a while, in the fact that you actually know. You feel like you know most of what's going on now. You're travelling with people you consider close friends, and you've got a direction that you didn't necessarily have before. It's not necessarily where you wanted to be going full stop, but you know that this is going to help you no matter what, just travelling like this. I think you probably start to feel a greater connection with your magic. Just kind of getting used to the increased potency that you can feel within yourself. Yeah. Um, It's up to you whether or not you want to decide that maybe this unlocks part of it for you, or whether or not it's kind of a single breakthrough in a road that you want to do, but... Should you choose to, you can progress forward towards your goal. I think. So Azalea's going to be beating up her tree and she's just going to be getting frustrated and angry and stressed and so her little knuckles are all bloody and gross and she's just going to take a step back she's going to sit down, cross her legs and just put her hands into the grass and just feel them for a bit and just take a breath, doing like a bit of yoga and she's just going to go... <sighs> Calm... And then as she does that, she this wave of sort of relaxation sort of caresses over her. And then she, proper anime styly, her eyes open wide, she smirks a bit as she runs to the tree and does like a massive kick and Divine smites the shit out of it. Lovely. And it's just like, oh, I did it! I did it! I can do it! Yay! Now... On to the next thing. And she's going to go back to the little camp and just sort of chill out um, and just be like, I did it, everyone, I did it, I did it again. You know, the thingy where I did the thingy with the thing and the big wave. Azalea, Azalea, how yeah. do you spell assassin? <laughs> oh, that's really, really easy. It's ass, ass, in. See, I told you that was how you spell it. <laughs> ass. <laughs> exactly. It kind of is a bit weird because why would assassins have ass in the name? exactly what I was saying. And yet they have it double. It's I know. Double black. I know. It makes uh, no sense. So, uh, disadvantage, please. Arrows the darkness. Settles. I got a ten on my perception. Um, your dark vision kind of extends to sixty feet. So, in the sixty feet, you've got quite a good idea of what's happening. Nothing comes within that kind of area um, that you feel particularly threatened by. You, you might see a few like foxes and badgers and stuff. That are, yeah, I was immediately very threatened, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing that's particularly interested in your camp or anything like that. Outside of it, you can make out you know the shapes against the skyline and that sort of detail, but nothing else that's particularly drawing your eye. Excellent. I will cast Enhanceability on myself before I take my watch. Mm-hmm. 
I because it's been like more than two days. I can't remember if it's ad- advantage or uh, straight roll because it's yeah still darkness at this point. Uh, yeah, I couldn't remember if it added a bonus or did the advantage, but it's, yeah. So I'll do straight roll. Uh, that's a thirteen for mine. Thirteen. Okay. Um, once again, you don't see anything particularly, but you start to hear the kind of undergrowth around you and the like bushes and stuff. There seems to be like a faint shiver in the air around you. Almost like a strong wind is blowing through, but you can't feel any wind on you at all. Mm, very mm-hmm. mysterious. Very strange. But nothing actually happens during your watch. You don't see anything that kind of comes within your range or anything like that. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. I have, um, I've already slept by the time I do my watch, haven't yes. I? Okay, cool. And by this point in time... I always dreams. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of saying you fell asleep just at the time that your kind of end of the first eight hours gets you to just when the light starts. Yeah, so that was the idea behind going last. So, 14 plus... Uh, 18. 18. Um, as your watch starts to come to its end, nothing has happened, especially during the meantime. You've probably set up camp a few hundred feet away from the road, uh, but you start to notice coming from the opposite direction, travelling that way, is a group of eight or nine, what you think are horses, and then as they get closer, you can see that they're much larger, almost oxen-like creatures, drawing these heavy, solid wood carriages, and they are just stacked high with this timber. Uh, Just as the light is starting to kind of crest the horizon, you've got a much better view, you can see the wood itself is very dark in coloration. It's kind of like almost ashy, but like a deep, almost black brown, that kind of ebony kind of color. Um, we, I believe you said that Dimgard was like a timber place, didn't yeah. you? And it's coming from the direction of that. Okay, cool. Uh, you notice that there are probably 15 or 20 people with this convoy of oxen mm-hmm. and lumber. All of them seem to be armed in some capacity and moving in a fairly organised fashion around it. Mm, they'll probably just kind of pop my head out and be like, oh, hello, excuse me, are you are you coming from Dimgard? Yeah, you see one of them, uh, a Leonin, has slightly better equipment than the rest of them. It takes over, he's like, oh yes, uh, we've left not not long ago. Um, oh, awesome, how how close is it? Would you How far m- m- more down the road is it? Uh, we just started travelling again this morning, it's probably half a day just over. Excellent, awesome. Half a day, everybody. Yarrow snores loudly. <laughs> half a day, everybody, except Yarrow. <laughs> half a day, everybody, except... Yeah, ha- half a day, yeah, Azalea. Yeah. Half a day, Kettle. Sounds great. Half, half day, half day. Uh, carrot, carrots, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just chewing on, like, a log that she rolled into. I was going to say, Kettle, Kettle, move Yarrow's tail out the way. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's, she's just about to take a chunk out of Yarrow's tail. Yarrow's none the wiser. Sun rises higher. You all arrive into awakeness. What do I? Might take you some more time, but you yeah. do eventually awake. That's what I thought. You take too long. Mama, get like the sniffing salts out. <laughs> <laughs> Mama sleeps like a corpse. <laughs> Gonna get the snap out if you take too long. <laughs> no, don't worry, Azalea, just hop on him. <laughs> Yarrow sleeps 
like an actual corpse. <laughs> <laughs> and then turns into one because Azalea's stuck on his neck. Azalea accidentally divine smites again. This is the thing that she's got control over right now, so she can divine smite whenever she bloody well. Yeah, yes, so, so don't sleep in. Uh, can someone roll a d8 for me? Me, me, I pick me. <laughs> I pick anyone but France. <laughs> well, I've already done it. It was a three. Three. Okay. Uh, you start to notice clouds gather once again. Um, not as heavy as what you've seen previously. They don't have the same kind of black greyness to it that's, that kind of speaks of a very heavy rainstorm as you travel towards Dingard. Um, probably early afternoon, you crest a hill and you can see just ahead of you this kind of like rolling hill. We're about half a mile away, there is an even larger hill with this tumbled down watchtower on it. Mm. As in, like, broken? Just looks like it's been there for okay. a very long okay. time and has But still, like, fallen functional? Out or like... Probably not quite. If you were to do a small amount of work, you could probably get a decent view over it. It's the remaining actual foundations of it probably stand about 15 foot tall at its highest place. Well, I guess this is the broken part of the town we heard about, right? Didn't they say they moved further in after the buildings were kind of broken by the mountain? Mm. By the mountain? Yes, it's in the the sea. It moved in, right? Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, no, I was not paying attention. I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't <laughs> tell you. You could probably recite the story to Kettle. So, Ben, can you recite the story to Kettle? So, Ben, recite the story. Dimgard had previously been the sixth large city within the Empire. Um, but about 30 years ago or so, Mount Alcanor had actually sunk into the ocean and all the surrounding fields that had been used to grow the grain and the food that would sustain it had been washed away in this. And ever since then, it has shrunk in population size and is now just kind of a shadow of what it, what it once was. All right. So it's now just a town within the confines of where the city once was. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty dark, right? Yeah. Well, Dimgard. It's not going to be light, I guess. I wonder if it was called Dimgard before all the bad stuff happened. Yeah, maybe it was called Dawnguard. That's crazy. That sounds like... Or if there are vampires here. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a good name for, like, I don't know. I think something. (laughs) I think it would have been called Brightguard because that's the opposite of Dim. Right, I'm I think it's called Bright Side of the Log this morning. Jared <laughs> 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 completely it. unaware that he really <laughs> lost like the end of his tail. It's <laughs> <laughs> like fully just blunt end now. <laughs> just a knob. Oh dear. No. Okay. Well, guess we better go into the terrible town as a shadow of his former self. I'd like to do a perception check as we're approaching yeah, kind of, of everything. Oh gosh, that's a ten. Nothing particularly standing out at you until you actually crest where this watchtower is, onto the top of this hill, and you will get the first view of the Muckroot Forest. It spans for miles from here. You you are like well elevated above this, and you can see this just black carpet seems to just expand as far as you can see into the horizon on one side just like a curtain has been drawn across this and looking actually slightly to one side nestled within a valley of a few of these hills you can see what must have been a huge expanse of civilization now looking down at it you can see skeletons of houses 
just spreads out in increasingly wide circles. Stone foundations that have things that are too heavy to move and haven't been salvaged yet just sit lifeless. But you can see, like, within the centre of what would have been this huge city previously sits a small wall that surrounds a bastion of civilization. Yeah, do you want to roll another perception check for me, anyone who would like to? I want to this time. Well, since you're inviting me, I guess I might as well. Uh, I got 23. 23. Um, Probably about 10 miles, you reckon, from where you are. You can see a second, smaller cluster of buildings, maybe. You can't quite make out the details, but it seems nestled just on the outskirts of the Merc route. There is this second kind of area of civilization. Oh, yeah. He definitely like. Does anyone else see that? See what? Do we see it? Since yeah, it's you know, being so far away, it's difficult to pick up any sort of detail. You can just see this kind of massive huddled buildings. You think mm. in that direction. See what? I uh, she starts. Azalea starts sort of like hopping up and down. I can't. I can't see. Hold on. Hold on. She just scrambles up um, Yaro's back. Oh, please stop doing that! And stands <laughs> on his shoulders. Um, and he's just like, oh yeah. Kento can see it just fine. <laughs> Why yeah. do you need me? It's so heavy. <laughs> this way, I can give you a cuddle. And she cuddles Yaro's head. And she hops down. Is does it look like it's in use, or does it just look like? Because you know. It's too difficult to tell from this. Okay. This far No away. smoke raising from. The no, area. not that you can see. Cool, 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 cool. It might be. Well, if they're a timber village, it might be they have a civilization a bit closer to the forest to, you know, get stuff from it. Oh yeah, like a workstation or yes. something. Yeah. Or because it's book, or because it's a really creepy forest, it might be something even horrible and bad. Could or be. to protect the town. Maybe. I don't think it'll be the assassins, though, because, like, that's not really sneaky. We yeah, can see it way all the way obvious. over here. Yeah, that would be stupid. Unless they're hiding in plain sight. Whoa. Well, did not think of that. I mean, they're not yeah, actually but... hiding, though. They're just in plain sight, is the thing. Well, no, it's called hiding in plain sight. You're in plain sight, and you're so obviously... Um, not what you think it is, so people think that you're not what you are, and then you're not what you are, but you are what you're not. Azalea, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you lost me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> How about we just go down to the, the bigger town yeah, and just ask? Let's go. <laughs> As you move towards the kind of limits of where the old city must have stood, you can see, as you approach this ring that expands away from you, of just a few of these huge mortar-like carved stones that are left there. And as you pass this boundary, you can see the old remnants of what would have been these buildings that haven't been picked apart or fallen down in their time. You can see some areas where nothing is left. It's just this gaping hole in what must have been this kind of canvas of the city. Others that are just piles of rotting timber. And as you get further in and further in, you start to notice some that are more completely built, some that have entire walls and then nothing else. Some that are like, the rafters still remain for the roofs, but everything else has collapsed. This kind of detrius of what was once a massive civilization. And the closer and closer you get, you start to see more and more intact buildings. Things that are in better state of repair. You even start to see a few windows with glass in them that you hadn't seen previously. Most were just kind of dark voids into the shadow that you couldn't really see. After about 20 minutes of walking through this very surreal aspect, 
it, you actually come across this other wall that you had seen. As you get closer, you can see that this is just a piecemeal wall that clearly has scavenged elements of the rest of the city have been brought in closer and closer each time the town has shrunk and people have left. You can see large, huge stones that must have been from the actual wall in with pieces of timber, smaller stones, mortar, very, very just looks like it's been put together by a five-year-old almost that's doing a mosaic style thing. A puzzle? Puzzle. <laughs> I was trying to think of, what's the one where you stick lots of things together onto with that's like a mosaic. Glue? Collage. Oh, collage. Collage, yeah. that's what I was picturing. And you approach to this gate where you can see a fairly stocky dwarf is kind of sat with their chair, leaned back against the wall itself. Fairly bored, kind of like playing with a dagger that they've got out or something. And just kind of looks up at you and is like, Ah, yes. Well, well speak to you. Hello, <laughs> no. we're here at Dame Guard. What? Hi! Hi, hi, sorry. <clears throat> hi, my name's Azalea, and this, these are my friends. Um, we were just hoping that we could maybe pass through a bit or just pop in, maybe pick up some supplies, that kind of thing. She kind of like looks a bit nonplussed and like, ah, fine, just stay out of trouble. Oh, but of course, we are no trouble at all. Thank you very much. May I make a retroactive roll? Yeah, sorry, I was into that. I know, I know, you're, you're having a great time. <laughs> um, while we're going through all that rubble and stuff, mm-hmm. I'd like to kind of have an ongoing perception check to see if I can just see any bits in the rubble that yeah. I want to pick up. I'm oh, sorry. I would also like to make an ongoing perception check to see if I see any movement in the empty houses. Okay. Gosh, we have different agendas <laughs> today. Agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I got four. Oh, boo. natural one. Wah, wah. Second one today. I got fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, no movement that you see particularly. At some point, you think you catch like the glimpse of a shadow or something, and then as you watch, it's. Literally just one of these buildings just like leans and then collapses slightly, but way off into mm. the distance. Keep catching like the light on different shards, like shards yeah. of glass. I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's just glass. And it would be, this is, you know, a thief or an assassin's dream. So many places to hide in this entire city. Kettle, you're looking around as you're kind of passing through, stopping every now and then to be like, oh, is that is that something? Kind of rummaging through all the rubble. Say nothing. You do find a rusted saucepan just like in amongst this pile of debris. Yo, look what I found, everybody! Oh, yeah, what is that? It's a rusty saucepan, and I like hold it up and I'm like looking through one of the rust holes in the bottom at Yarrow. (laughs) Kettle, that is disgusting. (laughs) You do not know what grows in rust. (laughs) And I don't want to find out. Oh, I'm going to! Oh, God. The first thing you really notice as you kind of pass through this gate is everything is made of this same dark, almost black wood. All the buildings are made of timber. Stone seems very uncommon here. Um, you notice there are probably about a hundred or so buildings within this town, and the actual main thoroughfare is this packed dirt road. They don't seem to have done any sort of work to make these roads serviceable or anything. But you do notice that as soon as you kind of leave the confines of these, it becomes almost mud-like. You think the rain recently has probably left it all pretty kind of churned up. 
Um, as you walk closer towards the centre of town where you could just expect you, you know, find most of the things, you see there are two buildings that are significantly larger than those surrounding it. One has an axe and like a trunk on it. The other has an insignia of this of leaf in almost like a starlight scene with a single drop just hanging off the edge of this leaf into a foaming mug of ale. The rest of what surrounds you as you kind of enter this open space, I was going to say large, but it's not huge because the town itself isn't massive. Um, you see a few other kind of stores that have been there and you reckon that's probably just about all you've got. You see a um, single story shop with a of spider web that seems to be creating some sort of garment, like Ooh. robe. You see a shop with just a slab of meat as its sign. Um, there is a, another one with a vial that seems to be kind of smoking, like bubbles coming out from it. And the only other thing particularly you notice is just at the edge of this town is a young dwarf girl sits just to the side with a small table in front of her with various flowers just on it. Aww. And that's kind of what you see as you actually take your first real inspection of Dengard. Is there many people like in the streets or is it there quite are, quiet? There are a few travelling through. It's not completely dead. Mm. Um, most of the people you're seeing at the moment are dwarves, actually. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what you're, what you're seeing currently. Is the road muddy, did you say? The road itself is like packed dirt, so it's not quite as muddy as the rest of it. Okay. But as soon as you get off of the road onto the various, like, going to these houses, it becomes quite... Azalea will mud. refuse to go off the dirt road unless Yarrow is carrying her. <laughs> Why? Because it's muddy and gross. Oh. Well, we've been in a sewer before. So yeah, sewer. and she freaked out and stayed on your back the whole time. The only other thing that I did forget to mention is towards the edge of the town, um, slight, as you're looking towards where you've headed, where you can see the inn that you've assumed and this large building with the axe on it, just past it you can see a plume of smoke. Okay, team huddle, team huddle everybody. Now what? Oh, well, I can see a potion shop, so we're going there, right? That's got to be the next step. I mean, yes, probably. Well, we need to find out. Maybe we should try and find out about information about the forest itself. See oh, if there's yeah. anybody, assassins or anything in there. We definitely need to look into that. Also, just other dangers as well. Yeah. It's a scary forest. That's true. What time of day is it, by the way? Uh, you'd be late afternoon at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have an idea. I go to the potion shop. And and my thought is, if you if you run, if you run a potion shop, then you got to get supplies right. So maybe they know about the forest because either yeah. they get the supplies or someone else goes in for them. That makes sense. Yes, or at the very least, they could know what sort of things are in the forest. To yeah. Maybe find out what sort of animals are or there. Or the meat that. place. I guess they've got to get their the, what the meat right. I was gonna guess ask one of the guys that chopped down the trees. Because they go in also a that, lot, right? That also yes. makes sense. At least they know what's in there. At the very what's least, we should probably find out what that settlement at the very edge of the forest is. Yeah, I'd like to know. Which, which, which way do we go then? I'm Team Potion, obviously. Uh, let's flip a coin. A three-way coin. A three-way coin? That's stupid. <laughs> and where well, are we going to get one of those in? Well, I don't know. Okay, flip a coin. If it lands on its heads, we go to the potion shop. If it lands on tails, we go to... 
um, I don't know, the inn, if it lands on its side, we go to the meat shop. Right. Why can't we go to all of them? Why do we have to only go to one? Why don't we start with the potion shop, then do the meat shop because they're next door, and then do 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 the right. inn because that's Kettle where we're going to need to go end to up. the potion shop. Go to the potion shop. We're going to yeah. go to the inn and get a room. Okay, Kettle, shall I come with you to the potion shop then? I don't know who wants to join me in potion. I, I, I know about what. Yeah, you can do the talking while I do the potion. Okay, shopping. don't grab things. <laughs> Why not? Because you're supposed to pick. You know what? We can discuss it when we get. <laughs> Looks like we're getting a room. Let's get a, let's get three rooms. I mean, I don't mind. Um, I can I can share with someone. Well, I assume you want to share with Kettle. So, that's a... why why do you assume that? Well, you did last time, right? Am I remembering that wrong? No, you did. The original plan was to do that, but but due to circumstances, that never happened. Once it was with you, and then it was with me. Yeah. No, because. That was the yeah. idea. Yeah, the idea was that, but because of all of our, you know, tomfoolery, that never ended up happening once. The only well. no, the only time that Kettle stayed in the room with Azalea was when she had coffee. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't had any coffee. Well, we could get some. Well, actually, I don't. Okay. No, we. we I, I regret <laughs> saying that. Like, let's just get some rubs. <laughs> okay. We go to the inn and you go to the person shop. Yeah, split the party. Hell yeah. Woo! <laughs> see we do when we get to a new location. We do that so often. We should stop doing that. No, it's no. good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> our, uh, our new team name, Divide and Conquer. Yeah. <laughs> it's not conquer, it's just divide and be divided. <laughs> divide and chaos. Yeah, yeah. Divide and conquer, but oh, like no. conquer. Divide and confusion. Well, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Divide and disaster. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, so... Being disaster. <laughs> who do you want to start with? Who? Flip a coin if it lands on its side. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're doing the potion shop first. Yeah, yeah potion go, shop, potion go, shop. Teacher Ben. I was going to call you Uncle Ben. <laughs> you got oh, something you need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so... Sorry. It's okay. It just is what it is, isn't it? I'm fine. It is what it is. Ben, you have such great power. Remember, great power, which is great responsibility, and your responsibility is us four. Yeah, joys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you sound like a real dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh have we, have we not had like a Uncle Ben? <laughs> Classic. We've had enough episodes working through traumas. Can we just like continue to play the game? You walk into this building is actually two stories, unlike a few of the other ones. Um, you walk into a fairly dark interior. Uh, you do notice there are windows, but they seem to be shuttered. And behind a bar, almost is a fairly aged female dwarf. First thing you particularly you notice is they've got heavy pock marks across half of their face and their skin seems to sag almost as though muscles that were once there have since diminished. Uh, yes, how can I help you? Hello there, um, I'm Indra Ashvini, Munsi Bharat Academy, at your service. Welcome to Guarding Medicines. Garden? Garden? Guarding. Guarding. Ocus Dimgard. That was the idea. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't catch your name, miss. Uh, my name is Defrixia. Okay. Right, so I got a lot of questions. Uh, go, yes. Do you have any Rathenor crab apples? 
I do, actually. I have a few. How, um, how many? She kind of, like, rummages under this bar, and just from the sound of all this, like, clinking of glass, you imagine that's where most of her stock is, yeah. just there. She, you see she pulls out this fairly large jar of these same crab apple things that you've seen before. Um, I have this many. It's probably... She kind of, like, shakes it. 25 or so. You know that in your little pouch you have about 10. All right, and I've got one dose in my pouch. My pouch is Six one. Six doses, I think we decided, with all of your crab apples. Got it. Yeah, with you, with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what? There's like some in there. How how much would all of those be? Just uh, to, you know. Would say I had them for a while. I don't know their potency anymore. Um, we'll call it two gold for the whole job. Two gold? What a steal! I'll have all of them. Thank you. <laughs> Can I insight that to see if it's a good price? Does it include the jar? I think it's a better price than last time I got them. I wasn't there last week. That's true. Yeah. Also, I feel like that's just a, th- a good thing to do. Like, you know, um, I got a natural 20. Seems reasonable. She doesn't seem to be, you know, trying to make too much money off it. Fair enough. Then. Wow. There we go. Yeah, that is so on. fantastic. Thank you, ma'am. Second question. Uh, is is there like um, stuff out and about? Yeah, there's a few kind of shelves on either side that have actual potions that seem to be like, you know, liquid within vials, etc. Mm. Um, but other than, you don't see any raw materials necessarily. It looks like probably most of her sales are in these like potions. Okay. Do you, I, I notice you've got a lot of potions around. Do you hold many components? I have a few for my own personal use. Do you, uh, what, what we're calling wisdom herbs? Do I know what expressly? You can, you can give a description of the herbs you've yeah. been using and the you know, properties. They smell, which... they smell really sharp. And if you hold it a bit too close to your skin, you get a rash, you know? Hey, yes, I have a few of those. Uh, could I, could I maybe have some of those, you know? Uh, of course. You see she kind of rummages, pulls out this pouch of dried herbs, um... She kind of opens it slightly if you see and puts some onto like a piece of probably like a small metal tray she has. Um, and you can see that they are very different from anything you've seen before. Mm. They seem to have a, a similar kind of dark coloration, like a deep green, um, one that's almost blue. And they seem to be a mismatch within this kind of dried herb mixture that she has. Interesting. I think they're a bit different from what I have, but I'll be willing to give them a go. Is that something that you got from the forest nearby? Uh, yes, I uh, often get a few of the um, logsmen there to pick up any if they see them whilst they're, whilst they're logging for me. Interesting. I, I've noticed the wood from the forest is a bit different to what I've seen before as well, and this herb is. Does, the, does it have properties like that? Is the plant life a bit strange? It's... Oh, it's had a few rumours around it. It's, I mean, it's the Mirkwood, for, Mirkwood Forest. It's um, it's always had this kind of oppressive feel. That's why I don't, I don't go in there, necessarily. Do you know how many rumours are true? I can't say. You hear the like, lumberjacks um, talking about it, but uh, how much of that is ale stories and how much is actual... Proof, I don't, I don't know. And where, where do the, the lumberjacks, where are they all usually? Are they at that settlement near the edge of it? Uh, a few of them. That's the kind of base camp. It moves every few months to kind of harvest some new new wood. They tend to stick to the outskirts rather than heading too far in. Um, the rest will stay at the boardhouse or drink in the evening dew. Okay. 
Awesome. Thank you very much. Of course. How, how much for the uh, dark green herbs? These are not the easiest to come by. It generally takes a few rotations at the um, at the base camp before I get any new ingredients. Um, for half of this pouch, I say another two gold. Oh, what if I took all of them? Uh, I would need to keep a few back. I have a few orders for potions oh, that I require, okay. but um, I can give you the majority of the bag for for four gold. Yes, I will take four gold worth of your mystery herbs. Thank you very much. Um, do you have any fun potions that you that you have? You see her eyes kind of gleam a bit. She's like, I have a few fun potions, if that's particularly what you're interested in. And she kind of like rummages around. Um, she's like, so I have a few healing potions on display here. Um, predominantly the base level. There's a couple of greater healing potions as well there. And she starts to kind of rummage around. And she pulls out one surprisingly large vial in her hand and I places it. This took me almost a year to make. <gasps> what did it do? Uh, inside it you can see a single fingernail. You've seen one of these before. This is a potion of giant's strength. Um, and she kind of looks at it it's like, I had to sneak in to get this toenail. It's very difficult, actually. Is that the giant's toenail? <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> That's crazy. They're quite expensive. Oh, it's floating. This is a, a stone way. giant. Stone giant. Do I know roughly what that is? I am. Just going to look it up for you. Because I had it written down, but I've forgotten what it does. Um, your strength score changes to 23 for one hour. Wow! Well, if you need to go pick up any trees, then we can get that. <laughs> how, how much is it? This is a premium. These are fairly rare to come across or and very difficult to make. I will say a thousand gold pieces <laughs> for this one. Oh, you know, I don't quite have that much. Oh, hang on. No, we have that much, but we would also bankrupt ourselves. It's not also that important, Kettle. Why not? Well, I mean, I think there are better things we could maybe get for that much gold. Not that it's not a lovely potion. It's, it's very, very disgustingly beautiful. But, um... You know, I think we we don't really need to be super, super strong at the moment. We've already got Azalea. I suppose so. Well, at least we know it's here if we um need it. You yes. know, we can come back for it. Yes. It also would be kind of funny to see, like, you look really, really strong. I know. You can be really, really strong. No, but like, as Kettle, you know? Like, what if you turned into a mouse and then drank the potion and then, like, threw Yarrow? That could be really funny. It'd be quite funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Do you do you have any... Oh, I... Actually, a personal favorite of mine. Any haste potions? I don't know if they're how expensive they are because I found them my last one for free. <laughs> uh, I actually do not have any currently. However, I can give you a list of ingredients that potentially <gasps> you could find for me, and I might be able to make make one for you. That sounds like a wonderful plan. The only other particularly interesting one I might have is um this, and she pulls it out and you can see the the liquid inside it has different layers to it they seem to sit on top of one another there is a brown one a kind of almost sparkly silver one and a gray one um and even as she shakes it these liquids all stay separated they don't mix at all this um this one here will allow people to get better at climbing things climbing um for for a duration and um, this one, this one here, uh, two hundred gold pieces. Two hundred gold pieces. 
It might be useful to have that at I, some point. It, I, it sounds useful to me. Um, uh, who's good at climbing? Are you good at climbing? Cli- climbing Is climbing more strength or dexterity based? Strength. No. <laughs> no, me neither. I don't have 200 gold on me. I've got 200 gold on me, but I think it's more of a group fund. I don't really want to... Maybe we should discuss with the whole group and come yeah, back. Yeah, let's, let's talk about it with the group. Or we could buy it right now. We could buy it right now. You do have your cloak on. I, I thought Yara took all the gold out of it. There are two silver coffers. Yeah, worth. I took the gems out, not the coffers. I thought I did say I had dibs on those you coffers. You did, but whether or not... Also, does Kettle know what dibs means? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she probably just thought you had like a tick or something. Like, yeah. doesn't realise. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, dibs. What the fuck is dibs? <laughs> How much uh, is the silver coffer worth? Did you just... I believe they're 500 gold pieces each. So you Whoa. could buy the 1,000 gold potion. Oh my god. With both co- coffers. Just thrown out there. Hmm. No, not sure that I would. Okay, I think. What if I? Yeah, five hundred gold pieces. Sorry, I just had to check. Pay thirty gold, and you pay a hundred and seventy gold, and we get that that climbing potion. Secondary idea. Why don't you take some of the things from that weird cape and just sell those? Because I think they're probably worth more money than the potion, so it wouldn't be a fair mm. exchange. There are also healing potions, oh. like I said, just to remind people Maybe. if they got lost in... I think healing potions are a pretty good idea, if we're I... seeing, you know... Yeah, assassins. Assassins. you're right. The giant, giant, giant how much right. are how, uh, the healing potions? Healing potions? Uh, these... Did you just roll a perception check to me saying that, you stupid bitch? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She goes, she, she's like, oh, these healing potions here, and she points to six that are just on there, are the regular ones. They are um, 60 gold pieces each, and the slightly larger ones, I have three of those, they are, um, I forget how much greater supposed to be. 61? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. These 59. ones here are 120. 120? Okay, so what have we got? A regular, a uh, greater, and uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> something weird earlier. Uh, and the the climbing one. So three hundred and eighty. How much are the coffers worth? No, that's not three hundred and eighty. That is, yeah, I, that's three hundred and eighty. <laughs> sorry, stop counting on your fingers. You don't have enough fingers to do this. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh three hundred. No. Yeah, three hundred. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so 380, but the coffer is worth 500 gold, isn't so it? So if we add another greater... So you can get a total of five regular... Don't do the maths for me! <laughs> Let her have a moment. Sorry, she likes doing this. We'll clean up the drawing on the floor in a second. <laughs> no, I, this is what I was trying to do, is we have two greater healing potions, and a normal one is like 300 gold, and the other one is 200 gold, and okay. that's the same cost as a coffer? Yes, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Oh, is that? Wait. Yeah. Yeah, yes. let's spend money. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, as you like pull this coffer out of fucking nowhere to her, she's like, oh, um, she's yes, really, of course. Really deep pockets. <laughs> sure. She like takes it, like almost kind of 
stoops a little bit at the weight of this solid Would silver. Would you like me to put it over here for you? <laughs> it's okay. You see, she kind of like, as she stands up, she's like really quite hunched as well. She like trundles over to this little area. You see her go through a door and you hear this kind of like clanging and she comes back with the potion and like a small bag that she's like got that has all these like separations that she's made. Oh, uh, it's like and a wine like, holder. Yeah, potions. She just puts them all, he's like, thank you very much. Um, and with that, she writes a small list of ingredients for yes. which if you were to get them, she could then make you a Brilliant. potion okay. of haste. Should I add a greater healing potion to my inventory? Yes, do it. And a normal one. And then you have a greater and the climbing. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Well, actually, you can transform into animals, can't you? So it probably doesn't make much sense for you to have the climbing one, because you can just sort of do that. Yeah, I, d- I don't need the... It was okay. more for you or... Yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll add yeah, the, climbing the climbing potion. I just like the idea of her chugging that year-old giant potions, Strength of Giants, just so she can carry the coffer. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have a greater and a normal, and I'll probably pass the potion on to someone else. At okay, so, and then I'll have the climbing and the other greater. Nice. Mm. Whilst you're doing that, we will head over to those who are entering the um, evening dew. Not entering yet. Okay. So as we approach the door, Azalea's going to look over towards that young dwarf girl and just be like, give me a a second, Yarrow. Just just bear with me. And she's going to wander over to the little dwarf girl selling flowers. Oh, hello, miss. Oh, hello there. Oh, you have such wonderful flowers. Oh, thank you. I picked them myself. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where did you pick them? Um, mainly just within the outskirts of the city. Lots of flowers now grow where a lot of the houses once stood. Oh, isn't that quite sweet, you know, something nice coming out of something so bad? Yeah, it makes everything very pretty, particularly in the spring when they all kind of yeah. bloom. Ah, could you maybe, if I bought some of your flowers, would you maybe tell me some things about the city and the forest? Of course. Is there anything particular you'd like? And she, like, shows you there are a few, like, very pretty, almost purple orchids, the kind of pink that, like, fades into purple. There are a few that are more common, almost like daisies, that seem to be kind of arrayed on there. Um, And there are a few larger, almost tulip-like flowers that she seems to have. How much for these beautiful orchids? Um, Those are slightly more expensive because they're a bit rarer. They're five copper pieces per orchid. Um, These, and she points towards the daisy-looking ones, these are just um, one copper for kind of five or six of them, and then the tulips-style ones, um, they're they're just one copper each. Okay, let's do this this way. You give me some information first, and then I will buy a lot of your flowers. Okay, of course, miss. Okay. can I tell you? So, do you know much about the forest? I'm not allowed to go in there. Wait, why are you not allowed in the forest? Um, the person I stay with, uh, Dufriska, she actually doesn't let me go out in there. She says it's too dangerous. Dangerous? Um, why, what's, what's so dangerous about it? There are kind of creatures and stuff. I, I don't know, I don't know too much about it. No, that's fine. And, um, the lumberjacks? Mm-hmm. Um, do they have a little base outside the forest? Yeah, um, they stay there for kind of a few months at a time, I think. Okay. And they seem to kind of swap. Do you know when they're due for a swap? Um, I, I don't really know. They, I don't know most of them particularly. They kind of stay to themselves. Do you know where they stay when they're in the city? Yeah, so they, they tend to stay at the boardhouse. And she points to the bigger of the two buildings. Um, and then, then they, sit, they eat at the, the evening dew. Oh, that's that's convenient. That's where we're going to be going later. 
Is there anything else you think that you could tell me about the town? Is there anything important or exciting? Not really. It's kind of the same every day. Um, we get a few people like you who are new and they walk through. Um, other than that, it's kind of the same few people. Um, yeah, some of them buy my flowers, some of them don't. Have there been any new people recently? Aside from us, obviously. Um, I did see one person. Um, they were another dwarf, but they had like a sil- silvery beard. Um, they came through a few weeks ago. I haven't seen them since necessarily. Hmm. Do they? Did they have anything on them? Any like pictures or patterns like like this? And she shows her the little insignia on her little cloaky bit. No, not particularly. They had some really cool gloves on. Oh. What kind of gloves? Could you describe them to me? Yeah, so um, they looked like they were kind of made of metal a little bit, but there was this interesting metal that's kind of like silvery. Very interesting indeed. Oh, well, oh, I also forgot. What's your name? Oh, um, my name is... Sandy. (laughs) Sandy? Sandy. Oh, Sandy, lovely to meet you. My name's Azalea. Uh, Nice to meet you too. Um, let's see. How about... I give you this and I'll take all of your flowers. Five gold pieces. She looks like eyes wide. She's like, oh, um, of course. She kind of like makes this very you know, basic like bouquet of all of them. They're all kind of smushed together. She's like, thank you, thank you so much. And like hands them over to you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much. These are just, she gives a good whiff. Just, These are just absolutely beautiful. And um, you've been such a great help. And this is for... All the information you gave me, and she slides another gold piece over. Oh, she's like kind of shocked at this stuff. Thank you, thank you so much. Get, get yourself a nice hot meal. Oh well. And you see, as you're kind of like heading back towards Yarrow at this point, she like packs up this little table. You can see it's got like folding legs and stuff, and she just runs. And as the two of you are leaving the actual like, you're just like in the middle of this exchange you just had. You watch this same small dwarf girl just run into the um, potion shop. She's like, "The fresh girl, what I got." And um, she got this like little pouch of gold, and the fish was like, "That's that's lovely, dear." And just like leads her on, and she's like, "I'm just with customers now. We'll see what we can do with that in a minute." And like heads her back upstairs. In your report spots, I was like, "Oh, that reminds me. We should really get the group gold from Azalea." <laughs> <laughs> So you've just bought a bunch of flowers from uh, Sandy, oh, yes. the little elf girl, not elf girl, little dwarf girl, and you were heading to the evening dew to get yes. rooms. Yes, so Azalea would waddle over with just this big bunch of flowers that I'm assuming would probably be big enough to cover her face. Yeah, probably. And you just see flowers walking towards you with ears, um, and she's just like, Hi Yarrow, I got some great information, and flowers! I'm not going to ask. <laughs> yeah, this one's for you, and she's going to... Um, give Yarrow a tulip-looking one. Oh, thanks. Cool. Uh, you enter through a fairly large entryway. Um, first thing you notice is this tavern is huge for what you'd expect. It kind of goes on 80, 90 feet into the back. And you can actually see towards the back there is this little seating area around this like sunken pit. Um, and... Behind the bar is a tabaxi. Um, currently not hugely busy. It, you're still kind of late afternoon, so it doesn't look like necessarily it's like dinner time or anything like that. 
kind of polishing this heavy wooden, like stein almost. Uh, there are a few dwarves scattered around on a few of the tables. Um, you start to notice actually there are a couple of half orcs as well, also in the vicinity. But other than that, it's not it's not hugely busy. As Aelia would sort of wander up to the bar, uh, she pop the flowers onto a stool and then hop up onto the stool. She's like, <laughs> You see, it's back to the she's like, ah, hello. Hello. Um, this is my brother Yara, and my name is Azalea, and we have friends that are currently in the shop, so we were kind of hoping that maybe we could get a room, please. A room, of course. Um, how many would you be looking for? Uh, three. One. Why can't we share? And with Kettle, and then that would only mean we'd only need two rooms. Indra wets the bed. Oh, alright. <laughs> Uh, sure. I guess it would save on money, not that we need to be concerned about money. How much are the rings? Uh, there are four silver pieces. Oh, may as well get one each. Per, per evening. Per evening. How long are we staying for? Um, can we pay per day? If you are planning to stay more than a few days, I would like a few days up front, just to... Shall we say two days? Sure. Can we have... Three rooms for two days, please. Three rooms for two days, of course. Uh, that is... One uh, room with two separate beds, please. Uh, yes, of course. Um, so, 24 silver pieces. Azalea looks to Yarrow. Uh, <laughs> Yarrow looks to Azalea like, go on. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. And um, Azalea hands over 24 silver pieces. That's what I thought. <laughs> cool. Um, can I get you anything else? Would you like a drink at all? Yeah. Yeah, go on. We have pull my some... tail, don't pull my tail. <laughs> <laughs> we have some speciality uh, ale or some special brandies that we actually brew here ourselves, if that is of interest. Yeah, I'd like to try some. The ale itself is uh, two silver pieces per mug, and the brandy is five silver a glass or ten gold pieces for a bottle. Hmm, let's try some of that brandy. A glass or a bottle for you? Glass. Glass, <laughs> of course. Um, you see this kind of deep green glass bottles brought out, and as they pour a fairly substantial glass for you, uh, it's got this really like heavy amber colour. Um, and then you kind of watch as it meets the air, it lightens as it's being poured to this almost white wine coloration. Um, just the scent of it is exceptionally strong, but until you taste it, you don't know what it's going to be like. So. Okay. My goodness, Yarrow, be careful. Only half a glass, remember? Oh, oh! <laughs> yeah, half a we, we, We'll have only half a glass of whatever it is Yarrow would like. Would you so like... You poured it. <laughs> is that, would you like two, two half glasses? <laughs> yes! Yes, please! That sounds <laughs> great! Like pour Just, half yeah. into another one. He's like, that, that'll do. <laughs> uh, five silver for, for set, please. Azalea <laughs> looks to Yarrow. Azalea, like... Go on, then. And she fumbles around in her coin pocket and goes, Do you have one silver, Yarrow? Yes. Okay, she puts up four silver and goes, Yarrow, we'll pay the last bit. Of course, thank you very much. Um, like, passes along. Is there anything else uh, I can assist you with at all? Oh, yes, actually, there, there is a couple of things. Um, do you know much about the town and the forest and the lumberjacks and, and some rumours and stuff and potentially some stage whispering? Assassins? Uh, they kind of look at you as, um, I've been in the town for three three or so years. Um, I don't know much about 
assassins looking quite strangely at the two of you. <laughs> yeah, I just shrugged. Insight check. <laughs> Do it. You just ask a random person about assassins. Assassins? Of course <laughs> they're suspicious. No, Do you swear it is a barkeep? They are known for handing out quests. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Skyrim. <laughs> They have a quest for me. It's ten. Ten. I, I heard no that clue. boy in Windhelm <laughs> tried to contact the Dark Brotherhood. Um, they kind of look at you. The sense you get from it is, why are you asking about assassins? The fact that you're asking about assassins makes it slightly better in some ways because you clearly don't know about these assassins, and it's just. But they're clearly slightly on on edge with it now, not quite knowing why or anything. But they they look at you and um, the town itself is fairly quiet. Um, most of the trade comes from the lumber. It uh, actually comes from the milk route. Um, the loggers themselves they are a fairly rowdy group, but we are paid to feed and entertain, so that's mainly what we do. Um, rumors themselves. Uh, I know there's been a new foreman recently to the boathouse. Um, I have not seen them much. Uh, they're fairly young from when I first saw them, but other than that, they seem to be fairly intent on increasing production here. What happened that. to the old foreman? Uh, I believe they retired. Oh, um, okay. Well, that's good. So he wasn't assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zalia. <laughs> God, God, so oblivious. Yes. There was no assassination in which... That I know of. Um, the actual Merc route itself, I I know there's been more sightings of some of the scarier creatures recently from what I've been hearing from the loggers, but uh, all I know of it is that they go there and they usually hire a few individuals that stay within the town for some protective services. Most of them are away at the moment. Oh, she's going to gently kick... Yarrow, oh, like, oh. <laughs> that could be a job for us. She's whispering. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Um, so she turns back to the tabaxi and says, how about that dwarf that passed through recently? Do you know much about them? He, uh, there are a lot of dwarves around here. He apparently, he um, had a silver beard. Oh, um, yes, I... I actually do remember them. They stayed here for a couple of nights and then passed on. Um, I believe their name was Adric. Um, How do you spell that? <laughs> I do not know personally. I I'll just, just spell it how I think. Like. No. So I guess you have to guess. Ad and then Rick. Got it. Um, they came in with um, a couple of guards, I believe. Um, one quite a large Leonin, actually. Um, I only heard then refer- referred to as pants. Um, pants. Oh. <laughs> pants. The... Pants. What pants? Like as in pants? And she looks at her little legs. Uh, no, as in pants. Uh, when a cat was. Oh, pants. Um, they came in, stayed a couple of nights, and then I, I believe they've left. I've not seen them, seen them since. Do you know what they got up to whilst they were here? No, they kept themselves <laughs> primarily. Um, they seem to have. Decent money, they paid up front. And you say they left when? Um, they came in a few weeks back and left a few days after that, so a couple of weeks ago. And do you know what direction they went? Um, they headed further north. Okay, well that makes sense. Um, I think that's everything I wanted to ask. 
Um, do you know when the, the lumberjacks come in for entertainment, as you say? Uh, you can see they kind of like lean back to one of the windows. It's like, and they should be in probably an hour or so. They come in for drinks and dinner, and occasionally um, we have some event in the fight pit over there that keeps them entertained. Oh, cool! Fight pit! Um, I, I think that's everything. Thank you so much for your assistance. Yarrow, is there anything you'd like to know? Oh, huh? Yarrow's like scratching behind his ear again with his foot. <laughs> oh, so he's not picking his teeth with his uh, dagger this time. <laughs> no, he likes to mix it up, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man of many talents. <laughs> well, then, then, cheers! And she holds up the, the half glass of whatever it is. I don't even... Brandy. I zoned out brandy. Cheers! Cheers! And she takes a little sip. It is <laughs> Holds it and delicious. Really smooth for uh, kind of liquor. The tastes you kind of first are sort of almost sweet, and then you kind of get this almost like poached pear flavour. That kind of really light, clean taste, followed by like a hint of caramel. Azalea be like, "Oh my goodness, this is delicious!" And she goes to chug the whole thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you going to stop her? No. <laughs> no. Azalea chugs the whole half cup. It's only, you know, it's not a huge amount. You're probably slightly wavy, but not like messed up. <clears throat> that was up. that was really tasty. Yeah, you know it's a sipping drink, right? <laughs> oh, then why wasn't I given a straw? <laughs> you didn't ask for one. But and you should always get one. About this time. Indra and Kettle, if you are heading to the evening gym, this would be when you entered. Hello! <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that, sorry. <laughs> just... Indra, we're not even in there yet. Why are you practicing saying hello? Just, I'm practicing my outside voice. Everyone says I'm too quiet all the time. I just... Laurie, what was that? Everyone says I'm really quiet all the time, so I was practicing my outside voice. They shout, and I'm guessing next one turns around in the distance. <laughs> yeah, you haven't mastered that one quite yet. <laughs> well... I guess we have to try to find some lumberjacks, hey? Sounds like that hey, might be the idea. It's kind of like when we first met. Is it? What were we do? I thought there was a lot more rats involved. Hey, wait, no, we got Yarrow! Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, it is kind of similar. Anyway, let's go inside here and see what's yes. going on. Yarrow's ears. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> they like pop up from where yeah. they're like flattened down. <laughs> he sort of folded back this whole time. They've been like folded inside and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> Single received. Yeah. Um, when we come in, mm -hmm. when I see the pit, does it look obviously like a fighting pit or does it just there look like an interesting There are seats that kind of ring around it. It is lowered down. There is. It's not sand, it's more like wood chippings on the floor that seem to have been kind of like raked across. Interesting. Hey, Indra. Yes, Ketan? What do you think that is over there, the rat pits? Well, it's obviously something to have like a scuffle in, I don't know. A scuffle? <laughs> a yeah. scuffle pit? Indra's had lots of scuffles. <laughs> <laughs> Do we do we see them coming in? Yeah, oh, yeah. the main okay. door. Mm, it was something I don't know. You know, like the riffraff of the town. They sometimes do it for some extra money. Indra, kettle, Azalea Indra, drug. kettle, come over here. You're going to try this. Okay. Why did you let this happen again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, um, Indra, this one's for you, and, and she hands Indra another tulipy flower. Thank you, Azalea. And these are for you, because I thought you might be able to use them for your potions or something, but either way, they just look pretty, and I thought you'd like them because they're pretty, so here you go. She hands a massive bunch of flowers over to Kettle. 
Oh my goodness! This is a lot of flowers, Zelia. I especially like the purpley orchidy ones. They look really pretty, and I don't know if they're kind of useful for something, but I kind of like them, and I thought you'd like them because they smell really good. Can you smell them? Go. You know, yeah. they, they smell fresh. They smell fresh. Well, they were fresh. You know, I'm not going to buy you one fresh flowers. Come on, what am I like? Do they're you think pretty, I'm going to They're pretty, 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 and they're you can pretty. see Yarrow has his stuff behind his ear. Oh, yeah. Uh, can I do it like a nature check to see what exactly I've been given? Bing bong. Oh, I got no natural one. Six. <laughs> They're very pretty. They're very pretty flowers. Uh, Kettle, have you got any more of those, you know, smelling salts for Azalea in a second, maybe? Or the opposite, you know? Make her just go... Well... Yeah, knock around. <laughs> I think she's oh, not... Oh, bring her to the pit! <laughs> I think I'm going to give her a run now and she just starts zooming oh, oh. around the end. Just zooming. It's like, like yeah. tripping over stuff. Like, no, okay. no binking. So she hops over everything that's in her way. She's very, she's very dexterous. Okay, she's quite agile. Uh, anyway. Is she? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Actually, what's her dexterity? Plus one. Yeah. Very so agile. Plus absolute. zero. Okay, so you're actually perfectly averagely agile. Yeah. <laughs> but she's pretty strong and she's quite charismatic. Okay. Um, that makes you... her great at running. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just like sweet talk the par. Just like, okay. <laughs> just like she might be tripping over, but no one else really perceives that because she has yeah. so much like confidence doing it. Exactly. I meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like every time she trips, she does like a roll and she's just like. <laughs> so aside from whatever that is, did you find out any important information? I did. Okay, you're, you're gonna have to ask Azalea. I found some stuff. Okay, sit down, Azalea. It was quite important. <laughs> screams <laughs> in the microphone. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this later. <laughs> That's a little tasty treat. Wee. Can someone do something, Azalea? <laughs> uh, okay, let me try. Yara's going to like hold his arms out, like stand in Azalea's path and just hold his arms out. Yara cuddle, yay! <laughs> and like keep her at arms like, just like... She's like trying to claw at him to just give him cuddles. And she's like, uh, give me a cuddle! Azalea, what did, what, what did you learn? Oh yeah. Tell the group. Turn so around. <laughs> Tell them. I found out that there were lots of things that were going on. There's very inspiring things, and there were lots of things in the okay, yeah. <laughs> Slightly more detail. After like two words from her, I uh, put my hand on her shoulder and cast lesser restoration to de drunk her. Yeah, the drunk goes away. <laughs> Azalea just sort of like flops in Yara's arms and is just like. So. I spoke to the little dwarf girl, her name is Sandy, she's the, the girl I got the flowers from, and then she told me that um, there are lumberjacks that go out into the dark forest that she's not allowed to go out to because it's dangerous, and it's dangerous because there's monsters and creatures inside, and that um, the lumberjacks go out and, and they stay out in a couple of months in that little towny thing that we saw, um, you know, when I climbed on Yara's back to see it, and um, uh, every couple of months they rotate their shifts and she doesn't know when they rotate them but she knows that all the lumberjacks stay in the board house which we've just learnt from this lovely... Uh, I didn't get your name! Oh, um, my name... Uh, How do you spell it? Where is my NPC <laughs> Hold on, what's list? my name? How do you spell that? <laughs> Where's my NPC Just make it up. Pull one out of your ass, yeah. then pull it right out. Catra. Uh, <laughs> my name is uh, Dorian. Dorian. Is that like N N E or just Dorian? Dorian. Okay. 
And um, thanks to Dorian. Thank you very much, Dorian. And plus, that, that drink was very tasty. Thank you very much. Mm, that um, is okay. Uh, that's that's they they also they they live at the boardhouse and the boardhouse has a new um, foreman. Um, he, he seems to be kind of young, but is like trying to make them get more wood because you know more wood is better, more more you know stuff. And that um, they come in here for food and entertainment, including fights in that fight pit over there, which looks kind of fun, but also kind of bad, but also kind of fun. But there was also something really interesting, but I'm not going to tell you here because I don't want anybody to listen. Oh, a little surprise for later. You see, Andrew's got their finger in the air from the second as they started talking, they're thinking, and they're like, Sandy? And they're like drawing, like, they're like connecting dots with their fingers, like, Sandy, dwarf, vile, but... You spent six gold on flowers? Why did you spend that much on flowers? Because they're really pretty flowers, and plus she helped me out, and plus... They're worth, like, one silver! It's a child! Yes, it's a child who could survive with one silver! This means that she can get some nice food, she can um, maybe get some new clothes, and she doesn't have to work for a couple of days. She has something. a mum! She lives with the portion lady! That's not her mum! Well, either way, she has no a... parents! I have no parents! Yeah, I have no parents! We have money! Yarrow does have parents. Yarrow has a mummy and a daddy that loves them very, very much. Anyway, but. Oh my god, I need to factor this into my calculation now. And they're getting out their little, like, <laughs> Into the bookkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Bring out the abacus. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it out of water. Shame water. Shame water. abacus. Yeah. So, uh, you'll say fight pits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what about the, uh, those alter egos? What if we did, like, a. A thing where we go in as our alter egos and like well, we can wear these masks we can make costumes and, like, and yeah, capes. kind of cool, right? <laughs> um, I, I mean, my idea was that that maybe the lumberjacks when they go into the forest they hire protection because the forest is scary. That maybe if we wanted to find out more information from the lumberjacks that we you know go into the forest with them. But we might have to fight in the fight pit to show them that we're strong. That's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're going to be in here soon, right? The lumberjacks. We can maybe just wait and ask. What did you say, the, uh, the Dorian? Dorian? Oh, yes. Uh, how do we fight in the pit? Do we have to put our name on a list, or do we just start fighting? Is there rules? <laughs> Generally, there um, there will be a few people who will just fight each other to settle some differences. But sometimes we can arrange. Do they fight to the death? No, there are the rules are no weapons and no um, lethal blows. Other than that, it's this. What about magic? There are not many people here that are capable of magic. How, how do you feel about magic that turns me into something else, but then I'm just used like like I could turn into a tiger, but then I just fight as a tiger? I mean, that could definitely bring some entertainment to it. Yeah, would you be willing to pay me to entertain by fighting as a tiger, or a bear, or a crocodile? I reckon there could be some interesting business opportunities. I would need to speak to the owner of the establishment to make sure they are happy with it, but so long as you can promise that you will not... I have my same brain. Yeah, I'm not, I don't actually turn into a crocodile, I turn into a crocodile with thoughts. So I, I think that could be an entertaining evening. Hell yeah, I'm going to be a pit fighter, everybody! It's not paid to see that. It's a pretty good way to prove our strength as well, right? If we want to actually be the guards. Just make sure you don't get too hurt. Oh, that's okay. If I get hurt in beast form, it doesn't affect real me. Well, then make sure you don't do too much damage to yeah, other people. Yeah, okay. I won't kill anyone. 
please. Wink. <laughs> no, they just told me it's against the rules. I I follow all the rules. Wink. No, science is all about the rules. Sorry, yeah, I have no. something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lumberjacks, guarding, kettle, you know, death rolling people as a crocodile. Go into the forest. No death rolling. No, that's just the name. Just rolling. Kettle, very friendly rolling people as the crocodile. <laughs> Go into woods. Teeth cuddles. So we go and find the assassins. <laughs> <laughs> the assassins. And then we figure out what we're doing from there. Um, although one right. thing, one thing though, once we get into the forest, they probably want us to accompany them on the way back, and we don't really want to bring the people to the assassins. So we might have to find a way to like lose them and abandon them in the forest. But I'm well, sure that's fine. Sounds quite unsafe to do that. I mean, maybe. Didn't but it's not us that's unsafe. Question. Apart from how we're going to people who kill for Hey! Living. Kettle wants to say something. <laughs> d- d- doesn't, don't they go out for a few days? Like, we'd only have to watch them going in, and then, like, we'd be... Is that how it works? I don't know. I suppose we have to ask. Yeah, well, we could ask. See how long... Because it, it could be that they would just leave them at the camp, and then, and then they don't need us until they want to go back. Okay. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they'll need our help protecting them whilst they're cutting down the woods in the demon evil forest of nasty creatures. Nobody's said They've got axes, right? But the whole point in them hiring guards to protect them is so that you protect them. But what if we just, like, don't do that bit? Yeah, that sounds fine. Then we'd be breaking a promise, and that's wrong. But what if we don't promise? Yeah, what if we just don't? Come on. He's going to stop us. What's the worst that could I mean, happen? That's the, I mean, they could all die, but what? so could we. So, yeah. you know. It swings and roundabouts. It's a very deathy. We could die even if we do protect mm. them. There might be really horrible things out there. There might be like, I don't know. What are we assassins. Assassins. Oh, whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I think, though, that maybe we should go into um, our rooms to get settled in and maybe I can tell you some things and her dark eyes are like dying back and forth. Azalea, you know I can... Azalea, I'm literally telepathic. You can just tell me. No, because then how are we supposed to tell the others? Well, then I can tell the others. No, I want to have a conversation about it. But go, let's go up to okay, the rooms, let's go then. To rooms, rooms, rooms. Let's go. Hey, um, sorry, uh, Dorian, could you maybe let us when the let us know when the lumberjacks get here? Well, you'll hear some. Don't you worry about it. Awesome. Okay. Let's go to, to Mining Kettle's room because it's the biggest. Sure. Why not? They're fairly spacious rooms as well. You can see that um, they've probably got 10 or 12 rooms on the second story and then another story above that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Damn. Luxury. This is, yeah. Let uh, me well, guess, you got your own piss pot too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would do. Holy oh, shit! Don't steal this one! <laughs> Keep it here! It's not for us. Um, Both it's the floor! No, two, like, single beds in it for the one that you asked with two separate beds. Are they made of hay? Um, they'd probably be hay mattresses, yeah, I'd say. <laughs> wow, this hay's delicious! Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the bed not meant to be eaten. Oh, hmm? I thought it'd be a really nice midnight snack. Oh, maybe they have a stable, I don't know, you could ask. Oh. Stables eat hay, right? I mean, ho- horses eat hay. I don't know. Uh-huh. Did, you not- <laughs> Did you not ask Horace when we had him? Why would I care what Horace eats? I don't know. He was eating grass, right? Yeah. yeah. And carrots. And carrots. Oh, but I, I don't know if that was my choice. Yeah. <laughs> God, we were so mean to that horse. Well, oh, yeah, I do feel bad. One so. of us was. Anyways. <laughs> Someone was really mean to that horse. Anyways. <laughs> moving on. 
Um, an accident. I tried to hug him. Okay. Um, it's not I'm sure my fault. He knows he, that. It's not my fault. He thrashed All about. Right, we're not gonna. <laughs> he thrashed about. Self defence. <laughs> um. So the other thing was apparently a couple of weeks ago, a dwarf with a silver beard came through um, the town, and he isn't from this town. And he had guards, and one of them was a Leonin called Pounce. And the dwarf is called Adric. But what was really interesting was not only did, did they have did, did this dwarf have guards, but they had some really interesting armour. And it was these silver gloves that like really intricate strange metal. They Whoa. looked silvery, but they weren't. <laughs> oh right, my stuff. <laughs> I know we're after armor. I'm not really sure what kind of armor we're after, but I know we're after some kind That's of armor. That's a good point. Yeah. Is it just the breastplate, or is it like a whole outfit? Other boots. Well, there was. Yeah, but it was like a weapon, right? That was. Well, hang on. Let me check my notes. Either way, it seemed very unusual to Sandy. Well, it's gloves, right? No. Boots. Right. Okay. It was it was a boots, a dagger, and a breastplate. Excuse yeah. me, you weren't there. I'm I know, but I know for some reason. But I've got my notes. Tell <laughs> <laughs> It was a dagger, some boots, and a breastplate were the oh. things that we're looking for specifically. But maybe there's like extra e- accessory trinkets. Maybe, or or maybe they're just really interesting magical things. Yeah, maybe we could steal them. What? Yeah, either way we can steal it, so it's fine. What? Yeah, where is he? Where'd you go? <laughs> I'm not telling you if you're going to steal them. Maybe we could ask him nicely to give them to go us. Go on, Indra, read her mind. Where did they go? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That caused like a massive carrot, argument carrot, last time. Carrot, 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 carrot. You're saying that out loud. Okay, okay, so... What's happening now? <laughs> okay, we break Cheryl. No, wait. <laughs> We're waiting for the lumberjacks. Yes. We're waiting specifically for the DM to stop this and tell us the lumberjacks here. We were having an actual conversation there. I worked to make sure it ran its course. (laughs) And now it has. And yeah, um, (laughs) after about an hour or so of this kind of conversation, you start to hear loud, shouted voices from below indicating... My audience arrives. <laughs> yes, you know, I'm pretty sure that's Lumberjacks. Could I potentially, during the time before the Lumberjacks arrive, um, help Kessel in identifying some of the flowers? You like, can roll that those, if you want. Uh, those purple orchids. Ooh. I wanted to know what Or you are. could give me advantage on my second one. You already rolled. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> ah, seven. No, unfortunately, you also... Flowers in it. Oh, well, yeah. you'll just... I have no idea what these are, Azalea. Ah, uh, Kettle, I've never seen them before, but they're really, really pretty, and I guess you could just kind of smush them up and maybe try a potion with them. Just see what happens. I could do, but a, a different day. For now, we can just enjoy how they look, I think. Yeah. Look, I found a really nice vase we can put them in. I don't know why it was under the bed, though. That's not vase, Azalea. That is the shitter. Again, <laughs> stop picking up shitters. <laughs> so, you head downstairs, and you can see now that there are... Probably 40 dwarves that have oh, entered dwarves. this establishment. Oh my, that's um, unexpected. They all have this kind of light leather armour on. Um, it's all branded with the same axe and log insignia that you saw on the boardhouse. Um, they all seem to have large steins of this kind of foaming ale. None of them are eating yet. It's still, you think, just before that kind of time, but they're all like conversing very loudly. 
insulting each other, laughing, that sort of vibe that you're getting from it. They're so loud. That's after being with Azalea for this long. Should I go and talk to them and ask them if they need guards and things? I... Oh, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, hold, hold on, he, here, Inja. And she's just going to like, like rub her little paws up and down on her fur and create two little balls of fluff that she's going to like scrunch up and just shove in Indra's ears. Thank you, Azalea. That's actually really effective. <laughs> Indra, you shouting. What? You're shouting. Why are you making that mouth sound, Yarrow? <laughs> I'm pouting. Yes, <laughs> use your inside voice. Oh, oh, I'm telepathic, aren't I? I forgot about that. What were you saying? <laughs> You're being really loud. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> am I Am I going to, to, uh, to speak to Lumberjacks? I can probably ask them if... Do, I don't... We, do we wait for them to get drunk first? Because uh, do they look like they've just come in from work and they're like ready to have fun? These ones don't particularly, but they look like they might have been doing something else. They're not like sweaty and right. dirty in the way you'd expect. You my, think these do are we probably... ask at the bar? My, my thinking is, I don't really think I can sell myself as a bodyguard, kind of looking down at themselves, but I might be able to sell it as like, you know, group manager or something for bringing everyone. Oh, the bookkeeper. Yes, something like that. But of people. Doesn't everyone keep books? People keeper. I can't read. People keeper. Oh, yes. <laughs> people keeper. Yes, works. Yeah. Childminder. <laughs> um, responsible adult. Just about. <laughs> I mean, you're not very responsible. It, yeah. <laughs> and are you an adult? Mm-hmm. I'm legally an adult. I can drink. Can you? I'm able to legally. <laughs> You just can't hold it. That's a, a says you. <laughs> While they're like kind of bickering, I will go up to the bar and be like, so, what, what's, can I go, what's the pith plan, huh? So you see Dorian is there. There is also a Satyr there now. Um, from the kind of looks of their hair and their face, you think they're probably slightly older, um, kind of just over middle age, you guess. Fairly gruff. They've got a couple of scars in their fur and stuff like that that um, you notice. Dorian's like, oh, yes, um, I did speak to the manager here, the owner. Um, he has said that as he thinks that's an interesting idea. He'd be willing to pay you um, 15 gold. 15 gold? It would need some time to arrange like a proper... So tournament, I can't do it, it tonight. You or could, could I do like an opening thing, like you know. You could probably do it. It wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to pay you for it. We'd need to almost advertise the event, let people know that it would. Okay. Be How about tonight's like a tester, and if I come back in like a week or so, I don't know. Whenever we finish what we're doing, then we can have like a kettle versus the world tournament, huh? That sounds like it could be. Does that does that work? Oh, I yeah. realised that I actually walked away from everyone. Did, <laughs> did anyone follow me over? Or am yeah, I just, just going to the lumberjacks? <laughs> I think uh, Yarrow would probably go over to you because he's very invested in this idea. <laughs> that makes sense, right, Yarrow? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. This yeah. is gonna be good. Okay. Who am I fighting? It would be up to whoever wants to fight. If you were to let people know that this could be happening. Okay. Okay. I will be able to confirm that it is being allowed, but you'd need to place bets for any sort of money, I would assume. Cracks his knuckles, like, <laughs> let's fucking do this. <laughs> yeah, let's go! I'd like to think, like, Yaru has, like, a towel brought down from upstairs and is like, puts it around his shoulder. <laughs> 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 Smacks it really hard on the shoulder and just like, come on, let's... Puts, <laughs> like, like, ma- puts in, like, a really long mouth guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Should I be a panther or should I be a crocodile? Oh, crocodile for sure. Crocodile. Yeah, the people yeah. are gonna love this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's get you to the pit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Splashes of water on your face. Stay awake. Taxi arrow. I got you. So how are you gonna try and find people to fight with? Well, this I, that's okay. possibly gonna come into what I was doing. Okay. Yeah. We'll just get you set up, and then if you've got any ideas, have a think. You're kind of like heading down towards the pit. No one's there at the moment. There's a few people sat around it, just like drinking and like chatting. But you head down into the pit straight away. I just pretty go over to the dwarves and just be like, "Is there any who I can visually see that looks like kind of more leaderly? You know." There are probably two groups that you notice that there are people that these are the others in the groups defer to just like through their body language. They seem to be kind of. Okay, okay. Alright, can I go up to one of them, the closer one, I guess? Yeah, um, this is a kind of middle-aged female dwarf that seems to be kind of laughing uproariously with the people that she's with. You know, quite a few empty mugs of ale by her already. You, you know they've only been in for about 15 minutes or so, but there's kind of three or four empty ones with her current one. Hello there, I heard you were looking for bodyguards for the journey into Mokut. Ah, uh, um, it's can be useful to have bodyguards. I don't deal with it particularly. Um, and who does? Well, usually it's the foreman who kind of arranges the bodyguard contracts, etc. Immediately. He's just, okay, cool. Not, not can't do anything else. Can I do that? Azalea's going to walk up behind and just be like, hello, so sorry about about my friend. Um, my name's Azalea. Um, sorry for what? <laughs> For asking. <laughs> walked up to someone, interrupted their drinking session, and then walked off. No, I've not walked off, I'm still there. Yeah, well, you were just being quite rude. <laughs> I just, I said hello, I heard you were looking for bodyguards. You were just being rude. What? Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> um, so Zadie's going to be like, um, may, I, may I ask you a couple of questions? Uh, buy me a drink, and of course. Oh, of course. Uh, 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 as Azalea's going to look over to the tabaxi, Dorian, and be like, Dorian, can I have two more of those half-drink half things again, please? <laughs> you see this dwarf looks over and like, I'll be not having no halves, thank you very much. Oh, but you've got to only drink half. My brother says that a half is okay, but more than a half is bad. Like, Hello, sorry. Perhaps you seem like quite a rowdy group. How about a sort of bet? My friend over there is thinking of fighting in the pits. How about... She wins, you tell us all the information we want. She loses, we buy all your drinks for the night. See, so she looks round at the people... At the quite small lizard as well. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'll take that bit. Excellent. Oh, okay, Dorian, cancel the half drinks. And she kind of like waves over, it's like, two of the same, please. And you see as she walks over to get towards the pitch, picks up two of these, like, steins, just fucking necks one, slams her down, carries the other one over. So... Which of you will I be fighting now? You're looking at her! <laughs> Yara's like behind Kettle, just like, yeah, yeah. Next, the other one puts it down and goes like, starts like cracking her neck. Oh, we're getting ready, are we? I see no reason to delay. If if she's having a drink, you gotta neck yours. I've got to have a drink! Oh, <laughs> please, wait, my, my friend needs to have a drink. Wink! Wink! As. Like, um, Yara's like, yeah, Kettle, have a drink. I'll be like, yeah, I'll have a drink. And I've, it's uh, got scales in the bottle. You can see like little shimmerings and it's kind of like a murky swamp watercolor. And I down, I drink it 
and I'm like, wow, that one was pretty spicy. I kind of like shake out. And as I start like shaking out, you see my legs shrink a bit and my forearms shrink, shrink and I like go forward and I elongate out and my back forms up these like gnarled ridges all along my spine and my face elongates to this terrifying jaw of like unbelievably sharp teeth and my tail gets longer and you just see like the muscles all tighten up around this fucking henched out crocodile and then like <laughs> Yarrow behind like fuck yeah <laughs> and Azalea's like oh be careful don't get hurt how many is the audience very much around me um, is there like an audience around people me people are starting to gather as they've seen people around. You, you'd probably be able to find a place where you're alone if you wanted to. I don't want to be alone. I want to be in a crowd and not be seen very easily. Well, then you can definitely find that, I would say. So this is going to be just you versus them for initiative. Oh, initiative. Very exciting. Now I want to be in the initiative. <laughs> you, just want, you just love to get involved, Indra. I mean, I mean you didn't, you know, I'm a bard and I'm sneaky. You didn't think I'd start a fight unless I was going to rig it, do you? <laughs> what did you get, Katar? 17. 17. Um, I got a natural 20. Ooh, way to waste it. Initiative. Total 24, is it? 24. Okay, so, Katar, as you transform, you see this female dwarf cove looks back at Indra. It's like, two nights drinking. Two nights drinking for what? If I beat this. I was not aware this was going to be the thing, like, cracks her knuckles. Are you unhappy about that? Well, it's more entertaining, but it's clearly more difficult. I want two nights of drinking. Okay. And we'll start initiative. Indra, you're up first, then Ketel. Um, I'm not going to do anything right now. Cool. Ketel. Um, okay, so, are you, like, right behind me here? Or are you, like, pretty much in the pit, or...? Uh, we're just... not, definitely not in the pit. I think I'm pretty much, like, behind you. Okay, Maybe, okay. like, a couple feet back. I think I'm not initially gonna go in for like a bite. I, I'm just gonna kind of like size them up. I'd like to do a sizing up roll, please. Um, Is that like an intimidate? Is that what you're trying to do? Trying to like work out what? I want I want to see what angle I think they're gonna go for. Insight, I think. Yeah, insight. Um, that's a 12. 12. Okay. You don't get much of a read apart from excitement. Okie dokie. Now, it is their go. They are going to run. Doesn't quite manage to get within range as you both started exactly opposite from each other on the far ends of this pit. And you watch as she kind of like speeds forward. This like wood chip is like moving and like flying up of each of her steps. She's clearly quite hefty in weight. And as she gets there, she kind of like settles down ready to engage with this. Oh. Cool. Uh, right. What's the crocodile's AC? It is 12. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, it's, it is only a challenge rating a half. That's but, true. You know, I'm a crocodile. Oh, I just want to check what my pack tactic. You have advantage on attack rolls against creatures if at least one of your allies is within five feet of oh, the creature. So having Yara behind me does not assist. So if Indra is not going to do anything, I'm going to try and go in for a snap. Cool. A snappy snap. Woo! That's 
Okay, so... You have to move forward one to be in range, don't you? Ambush. Yeah. Might not have to do anything in this fight. I will... Okay, so critical damage. Um, it says 1d10 plus 2, so that's 12 plus, plus dice 10, roll. Yeah. 16 piercing damage. Nice. And, and, can, and the target is grappled. Target's just grappled? Yeah, because locked jaw. So she is now in your drawer. She's now in my drawer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, goes back to her turn. You see this light in her eye from Ooh, is that magic? And you feel as the kind of muscles get tighter and seem to grow slightly. She doesn't actually grow particularly. You feel the muscles locked between your drawers. She's going to recklessly attack you as oh, you shit! She's a barbarian. So, that is a 14 on the dice. Yep, so that'll do it. Does have Tavern Brawler. So, six damage Ooh. as this slam just cracks into your skull. That's all she can do. Her actions yeah. do. She can't move or anything, but you just feel this like hammer blow crunch into your like reptilian skull almost like your eyes can like blur just this impact hits everyone like around is like cheering and shouting it's not specific but i get the impression she can try and does she have to you have to take an action you have to take an action okay all right so as i have her in my jaw it's my turn oh i'm so sorry indra go on um as i see that she's done that i'm going to blending over the crowd i'm going to I want to subtle spell class logic breaker on her. Oh my god. Can she god. do a wisdom save? <laughs> That's four. She fails. So she takes a d12 of psychic damage. Kill and her. also she has one psychic damage, but she's incapacitated. Okay. Interesting. So I'd probably feel her go slightly limper. It's in more my like she where she was fluid and like struggling in your grip, she's now like still. Right. She's like clutching her head a bit. Oh. If you want, you can do an insight, because you've seen Indra do this a lot of times before, and you know they have the ability to cast spells without it being I think, visible. I so, definitely think Kessel's probably smart enough to realize that's yeah. happening. If she looks across to Indra in the crowd, you probably see them kind of like looking very intently at her. Ah. Like, like you can't see them doing their normal kind of spell things, but you can see them looking at her sort of thing. Love Is this that. kind of like the Ma- first Quidditch, Quidditch match with I was Snape. thinking of the Harry Potter yeah. thing. It's, yeah, it's very much like muttering. that. Yeah, yes. you can probably see very subtly, like even though they've cast subtle spells so that their tattoos aren't growing or anything, you can see their brown eyes have gone blue. That's very cool. Okay, in that case, I'm going to let go of her and go back in for another bite. Um, but I'm gonna kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I, I was gonna have some flavor, but I, I'm gonna try and like bite her again. Definitely advantage. That's good. <laughs> that was a natural one on the first one. Oh, that's not too great. That is in 13. 13 doesn't hit. Oh no! Um, and I will, I'm going to kind of move around her a bit, kind of like trying to psych her up. So I'm going to not move out of her range, but just kind of rotate around her a bit. Okay. Like, just trying to, I don't know. Like 90 to... degrees. Yeah. yeah. You just kind of like, almost like prowl around. Yeah, her. yes, Ooh, like, like circling, circling prey. That's sexy. I like that. 16 is yep. her save for Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. That break. Is that on me? Yeah, yeah that mine's 14. I'm assuming she gets a save at the end of her turn. Yeah, she does. Too. She takes the damage beforehand, though. 
So she takes seven psychic damage. Seven psychic damage. You can see now that her eyes are starting to bleed Ooh. from this. And there's like some coming out of her ears too. Oh my god. Um, but she now looks furious. Um, and that's the end of her go. So Indra and then Kessel. I'm, I'm not going to do anything again for this one. Although, do I hold my action? No, I won't. I have a question. I was looking at cutting words and nowhere on it does it actually say I have to do anything. It just says you roll a dice and take it, or you expend an inspiration and roll a dice and take it off their thing. Hold on, I am just looking. Azalea is clutching onto Yaru's tail for dear life. <laughs> yes, I'd like to think you're like clutching onto my side, like gripping me, like yeah. watching, but I'm just there like, yeah, 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 like really, really reactive to everything. Yay. So it says, at third level, you learn to use your wit to distract, confuse, and otherwise sap the confidence and competence of others, which to me implies your you know, doing something or saying something. I have to do, yeah, my question was, because it doesn't specifically say speaking, can I do it telepathically? I will say, if you want to use subtle spell, mm. one of your sorcery points to subtle spell it, same as, as it would be for a cantrip, I will say you can do that. Otherwise, I would say it needs to be a actual kind of out loud thing. Okay, that's understandable. In that case, second question, if I was to do that subtly with telepathy, would she like hear that it was my voice or could it just be like a feeling? I reckon because of your character as it is anyway, you'd be able to kind of convey that just, like, just discordance yeah. rather than an actual specifically spoken. Okay, awesome. Nice to know, but I won't do anything yet. Do I have advantage because she was recklessly attacking or is it that was, worn off now? Yeah, that's worn off now. Okay, um, I'm going to... I'm going to kind of, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna bite her, I'm gonna bite her. Death gonna, roll her. I want to death roll her, but I've got to get hold of her first. Um, oh, that's so shit, I'm rolling terribly, that's like a nine. Nine doesn't hit. <sighs> She's gonna oh. reckless attack again. I don't want to pay for two drinks for her. Um, with a natural 18, Gosh. that's a 23 to hit. Yes, that'll hit. Okay. Come on, get up. We don't have that much money! Seven points of damage. Brilliant. And she's going to... You see her eyes watching as you start to look more wounded flare again and she kind of becomes more savage as she invokes a frenzy. She can't do anything this round, but next round she might get more than one go. Okay, Indra then Kessel. She's definitely looking hurt, by the way. I'm gonna subtle spell distant whispers at level two. Okay. <laughs> Can you do a wisdom save? It's four again. Okay, so she takes 4d6 psychic damage and she has to run away from Kettle, so Kettle gets an opportunity attack. Uh, so that is f 10, that is 14 psychic damage. 14 psychic damage. She collapses. As she collapses, I'm gonna like... Can I use my reaction to like bite her to look as if it's me causing the collapse? Maybe a performance role? Yeah, I think performance. I, I imagine part of it is Indra kind of, when they see her hit Kettle really hard and go into this frenzy, Indra panics and just does it. Like, they manage to catch themselves to weave their magic to do it subtly, but like, they're like, oh fuck, I just like, do something because they're worried. 18 performance. Oh, yes. Whoa! <laughs> this is going to be how people perceive it at disadvantage because it is a fight and it will suffer spell, and that's a good roll. First one was a 16. The group as a whole would have a, would have had a plus three on its perception. 
so it would have got 19 and realised. The other one was a five. <laughs> so, Kettle, as Dwarf collapses, you just kind of rear forward, slam your jaws around, not dealing any damage, no. but just kind of like crunch your jaws around it. And uh, as you let go, this dwarf just collapses to the floor. There's blood like streaming from their eyes. I, I imagine Indra's like when they, when she does the attack, they're like kettle, kettle. <laughs> <laughs> and you watch as this dwarf collapses. Everyone's like screaming. There are boos and cheers from people that have betted various different ways. I would like to say that I kind of like. I don't come out of character. I keep like prowling around the body. Love that. Like to see if anyone else is like gonna like mm-hmm. Ooh, challenge in- you. Andrew just like slinks back into the crowd and just like mm-hmm. Azalea. My work being... is done. <laughs> <laughs> Batman never got a chance to thank you. He didn't need to. No, it's, it's not that. It's, you never will. <laughs> Azalea um, would sort of like fumble and stumble over to the dwarf. And is she conscious or is she? Bleeding? No, she's out, and the bleeding is still quite heavy. She's from... going to immediately throw her hands and um, give her a full twenty lay on hands. Okay, and she heals up. And she's like, "Oh my goodness!" And, and she lands and lands with her hands on the dwarf. Um, you see her sort of wispy white magic and butterflies sort of encompass this little dwarf as, as the dwarf gains twenty health points. Awesome. You see her kind of like breathing ease eyes flutter open and like the bleeding stop but there's still like these red tear marks on her face at the moment and she's azalea's going to be like oh let, let me help you up let, let me help indra would give azalea a tissue I'm like there you go <laughs> help her <laughs> <laughs> no i think indra actually would be like because they feel quite overconfident they'd probably be like in a bit of a bitch just like oh are you okay like she's quite strong i know <laughs> i was gonna say if you handed azalea a tissue she'd blow her own nose and go thanks <laughs> Back to you and be like, right, how can I help you? Yeah, and she's gonna like lift, help, help her up. Yeah, she stands up, still quite woozy after that. Like, oh, it looks like I owe some information. <laughs> One moment, like, hand raises, and there's like three drinks that like pass <laughs> to her by various different people. I think, as well, like, I because of everyone knowing what Indra's magic is that I feel like Yara would have a chance to spot it. I don't know about Azalea because you said she was very distracted by the whole thing. Oh, yeah, thing. she don't care. But I feel like Yara probably would have clocked what's going on, having yeah. seen it enough times as well. Um, once everyone's like clearly bored of the fight, um, I assume you've come over to me and you're like, being roller the coach or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll put a towel around the crocodile's (laughs) shoulders. I'm like, I don't know how this works. I'm gonna like look at you like with a big two figure in and then roll over onto my top. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining Absolutely. I'm imagining Yarrow trying to lift like one crocodile leg to just be like, you know, announce the winner or whatnot. (laughs) Hello there. It's your old pal Aster. Thank you so much for making it to the end of episode 19 of D and Disaster. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handles are at D and Disaster. Our dungeon master is Ben. Yarrow Hawk is played by myself, Aster. Indra Ashvini is played by Eden. Azalea Hawk is played by Cheryl. And Kettle is played by Fran. Our main song is Behemoth by Hannah Moon and the Moolettes from their album Preternatural. All other music is from Epidemic Sound. Until next time, be disastrous. Shake hands with the jellyfish. Or don't. Okay, bye!